It's time debit card users are also included in the cashback fund. Now everyone can get cash back on everyday purchases with Discover Cashback Debit. That includes no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Kay. How are you? What's happening? Episode three in the books. What's going on with you, Kay? You had a big wedding last weekend. Big wedding. I, I haven't I haven't really been to any like massive weddings like that. And that was I was a groomsman. Okay. How was that? A massive. <laughs> How many people? I mean, I mean massive. It was like uh usually the weddings that I've been to have been sort of like not intimate, intimate, but not. There was like it was at this massive estate in Malibu, and black I think tie. Black, I guess it was like cocktail. It wasn't black tie, but everybody was dressed pretty. Like it had to be floor length gown. So is that mm-hmm. black tie ish? I don't know. I I I when it, even when they if they say anything other than black tie, I'm lost. You know, black tie for men, it's like you know tux. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, you you know the deal right away. But, I, I, you know, women always have this like, you know, they must have a flow chart. You guys oh. must have like some sort of like, you know, because I, I don't know what to do. I know. But it was it was really fun. And it, I basically hung out with, you know, the eight guys all weekend and um, which was the girls were so sweet because they're like, come get ready with us. And I was right. like. Sure, but I was like, I'm gonna look like Homer Simpson because you guys all have like matching outfits, and I have like my flannel and like pajama shorts. Well, <laughs> you also get to see how the better half live. You know, being a groomsman is the easiest job in the world in comparison to being a bridesmaid. We had you know, no responsibilities. They, not one. It's the that's the, the that's the best part is show up, wear the right thing, get ready on your own. You know, yeah. you know the. Just don't embarrass me is really your only rule. We hung out at the pool all day and that was it. And then we got ready and did the thing. And that was truly it. The girls have been getting ready since 8 a.m. You got how great is it? Welcome. Welcome to my world. I've been in like eight weddings and you see these bridesmaids and they're like just exhausted. It's just it's like they've been working, you know, for weeks leading up to this and like. You know, it's like you go down the aisle with one of them and they're like, please save me. And you're like, OK, we're almost done. We're I'll, I'll walk you down <laughs> soon. So once soon we, babe. Right. We're almost at the cocktail hour. You're almost there. And they're like, please. She's mean to us. You know, like. <laughs> it was it was a really nice wedding, though. But how was how was Nashville? Nashville is great. Um, I went on Caitlin Bristow's podcast. Um, it was fantastic. I mean, like. You know, anyone who's listened to this show for long enough, like we've been critical of her. We've been, yeah. you know, and, and I don't think in a way that's been, you know, a reach, you know, no. it was a, uh, and and also when we're critical of people, it's never to be like, you know, we, we make fun, but like, I'm not looking for someone to like day to be ruined, you know, like that's not kind of, the, we're talking about the show and what goes on around the show. Yeah. And so that was kind of the start of the podcast. Like she was like, I'm nervous. I was like, I'm nervous. I was like, I've been critical. And I, I was you know, nervous. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> but, I was you even know, there. It's, fun- it's funny. You know, you ever like talk a little shit about someone and then someone goes, 
Um, no, they're actually pretty cool. And like, you're so angry that they're like, yeah, that they didn't just like scratch the itch of your shit talking. Uh, that's happened a lot. Just like off camera, off mic about Caitlin is like, everyone says the same thing. They're all like, oh, she's actually awesome. She's pretty cool. Like, and then my friend Lucy, who's the manager, um, who runs Zany's Nashville, where I did all the shows. And if you came to the show, I met a lot of Betcher fans. Thank you. The shows were awesome. I can't right. tell you how thankful I am. I actually just came out with like a whole new theater tour that I'm going to start doing in the fall. And um, so if you go to my website, jaredfree.com, like Long Island, Seattle, uh, Atlanta, Boston, all these great cities. So. And I'm coming to, you know, some cities aren't even on there yet, but they're all going to be there, jaredfree.com. But, um, you know, Lucy, who runs the club in Nashville, is like, she's like, every time she's here, she's amazing. She's the easiest person. And they deal, you know, Nashville, there's famous people there. there it's not yeah. like, it's like a little mini LA. It really it's a is. Bit, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a Bachelor HQ. It's an embassy of the Bachelor mm -hmm. contestants. So, you know, so you have this thing of like, people you like are like oh she's awesome and then you go in and like immediately we have a fun time i think the episode's great we talk about the show we talk about talking shit about the show i you know tell her my feedback i you know a lot in how like a lot of like the critical stuff we talk about with her is a little bit of envy so it was really uh nice and then jason came in at the end i don't think Aww. it was on the podcast and jason totally awesome they live in this like neighborhood that's like you know it looks like um wisteria lane it's very housewives like all the houses kind of look alike same mm -hmm. aesthetic so it was uh interesting to see like the life of a bachelorette you know it's like the hunger Games, seeing a hunger games winner you know yes. who, where they live and how they live so it was just very interesting and, and again couldn't have been nicer i think it's a fun conversation tons of laughs so that's great i'm excited for it to come out yeah me too me too i have to listen to this one because i when you told me you're going on i was like immediately i was like oh oh that's great uh i am i will be tuning in to this right. episode but that's great i'm really glad that she was uh cool in real life and and oh just totally easy and awesome and it's funny there was conversations like who who what bachelor didn't you like or what which one were you left you know whatever then like she's like it's just like a lot of like fun conversation about kind of the show and you know, our relation to it, because you and I have never been on like we're just like kind of like yeah. or me. I'll speak for myself. I'm like I'm like this troll in my tree, you know, yelling at the TV, you know, from far it's away. the best. Right. Which is great. And then you're like in the room with them. It's like, oh, um, yeah, everyone here is gorgeous and beautiful. And I'm just I'm the troll visiting, you know, like, just <laughs> lurking out of my know. out of my cave. Right, right. Hey, town. you know what, what's the meme? Oh um, yeah, it's the um, hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> yeah, right. How y'all <laughs> doing? Hey, everybody, and and again, couldn't have been nicer. But uh, what did you think of last night's episode? What do you, what do what do we think? Uh, how this is coming together? I mean, it's really hard to um, criticize Charity for always picking Brayden, and I know that's like our instinct is to be like. Why is she doing this? Like, why does she keep giving him the time? And right. you know what? Like, at the end of the day, Brayden is the fun pick. And I think there's some sort of re relatability about that because she has the solid people like Dotton and Xavier and 
mm. um, you know, Joey. But like sometimes you just want to have fun. And right. And and he's not taking it serious. Like no. he's just like he's and again, it, it is like a little bit of a lesson for dating. Like when mm. you go on a date with someone who's like really feeling dating and feeling their friends getting engaged and feeling their, you know, their life kind of like uh, that every this is an important date. You're like, oh, it's really mechanical. And like this is very interviewy. And then when you go on a date with someone who's like just chill and like doesn't really care what the next step is, you're like. Ooh, wow. We're uh, so we're just going to kiss in this bar and not worry about tomorrow. Like, yeah, I want to hang out more with you even though I know you are not really the solve to my single issue, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. He's the he's it, the fun pick and like and no one and taking it going to the baseball field and like mm -hmm. doing all that stuff. I definitely do not think he is even remotely the right choice, but Hopefully right. she'll see that, but I think it's taken her a long time to see that, and that's why we're frustrated. Well, I, I, I'll say a couple things. One, she came on our show. We haven't even talked about this. Charity was yeah. amazing. She really was. You and was. Charity have this connection <laughs> that I, I, I just saw right away. You guys have this connection. Go listen to that episode. Charity is a K-York City fan. Like, uh, <laughs> it is... It was great. And then, but you could tell like Brayden probably isn't staying that long based on her vibe, the way right. she just kind of talked about it. And um, I do think she, I think two things became clear. One, she like likes, uh, part of that date was getting to show a San Diegan um, mm -hmm. that San Diego date. It, yes. it kind of felt like she was excited to show Brayden who like obviously has a connection to San Diego. I mean, he's looking out the window. I live over yonder. We'll get into that. Um, it's crazy. Um, you know, the, the San Diego, it seems that he is a San Diego guy. So like, yeah, I could under, I could understand the like, Oh, I want to give this to this person. It feels good to show this person who I know is going to be so fucking pumped. Yeah. I, I also think, and this was kind of shown through the Warwick date, Charity's still being like, I'm going to go out with some hot dudes. Like, I, I, it, it feels very uh, carnal, so to speak, that she's like, I just want the hot, I got to make sure the hot bods are, are duds. I, you know? Like exactly. She, she, right. I like, I like that she uh, was doing that too. And I like that she was vocal about it because again, right. like you're going out on these serious dates. Yes. The end goal is, getting engaged but if you're gonna have you know 30 guys in front of you like right. you better believe that i will make sure that i'm making out or at least trying it with right. the hot ones at some point and then we'll go to the serious things like let me get let me go off looks really quick right and then, well, and then we'll a, go right. and then we'll and then che we'll check everything else in she admitted to that and listen you know it, you know this is the reality like listen we all know how we've done a dating app if you've been on a dating app before mm -hmm. you go you know i'm given more chances to one that i like sweat for than the one that i'm having a good conversation with and i'm like yeah i'm into them but they're not usually the look i go with you know what i mean like yeah you know some there is that animalistic thing that it seems as though charity is a little bit leaning into as far as early on is concerned, because I think all this stuff will be short lived. Like, I don't think we're going to be looking at Braden at hometowns. Like, no. I, I really don't. You no, know? I, I knew we weren't looking at Braden at hometowns. Like the first time he brought up, I 
I don't think I'm going to be able to get engaged because of all the other men. Right. And and you do have this thing where you go, I do understand where it's distracting. You know, you go on the date with someone who's like super fun. You're like, maybe I could make this work. And then you're like, yeah. Oh, no, you said that. Like, I, I can't be with you forever. What am I talking I about? You know, like there is, and it, it shows on Braden's date. So let's get into the episode. Are you, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. So. Week three kicks off with a one-on-one with Brayden and his earrings. The men have to sing for Charity's heart and a new villain enters the chat. What did you name this episode? I I named it Roses Aren't Forever. Like this realization that, Mm -hmm. you know, that roses can be taken away, which isn't like that crazy. Like like when they talked about it as this, like, can that happen? Like, yeah, I mean, this is... (laughs) Like, what do you mean, can that happen? Of course like, it can. Right. You're not locked into this, like, contractual, you know, obligation. I know. I know. There, the, the rose, I'll talk about it more later, but that whole, like, the guys talking about, well, is she going to take the rose away, this and that, that's, like, of course. Right, but I, I, I yeah, it, it, it was pretty wild that that was such a big topic of conversation. Huge. What did you call the... What did you call this episode? I said, welcome to Bachelor HQ. I just felt like we're in San Diego. Though, right. where they were in Oceanside is where not- Where is that? that cl- it's not that close to San Diego. Like, it's like an well, hour north. So, I, 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 that's what I kind of assumed, that this was somewhere between San Diego and LA. Like, if it's you- uh, between, like, San Diego and, like, Orange County. Okay. So, like, I've- further south. Of LA. Mm-hmm. Or- so if you're dry, like I've stayed in La Jolla, like La Jolla is this beach town that's like a half hour north of San Diego. And I'm like it to me, it's saved by the bell land. Like it just looks like saved by the. Yeah, that's where Hannah G and Dylan live. They live in La Jolla. Oh, really beautiful. I'm sure they do. I Yeah, I'm sure. Money, money. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they do. And D- no, Dylan and his company that uh, doesn't seem to ever make money that makes the most amount of money. <laughs> just hanging in La Jolla. Yeah, I'm sure that's where they live. Um, no, it's like, it's still much, it's still like another hour um, above that. So when I saw them at the stadium, mm. I'm like, that's pretty far, but I guess they took a helicopter, so it doesn't you, matter. Right, you could take a helicopter to JFK, get there in 10 minutes, you know, from the city. So like, know. It, you know, there's uh, that hel- that helicopter thing. I, so we go on the date, um, and... We it's going to be basically charity walks into the house and they're like, what's going on? And she's like, you're moving out. And like, it is funny to watch them react to we're leaving the house because like you do see their wheels working like I kind of forget. I don't know about UK, but you kind of forget like they know the beats of the show, too. So they're like, OK, some at, at some point we leave, we move out of this house and we go on our worldwide adventure. So it is funny that she's like, we're moving out. And and you can see, like, where are we going? Yeah, they're ready. (laughs) Like, they're like, do I get my pass? You know, they all have their passports out. And they're like, we're going an hour away. You know, like, ah. And they have to act like they're pumped. Like, it's not the Cleveland reveal of of a bunch of years ago. But it is similar in the sense that you could see they're like, yeah. Like, they're so pumped that they can't think it's Oceanside. No, they're they are thinking they're at least going out of state, getting on a plane. Mm. It's like, no, babes, you're gonna be going, you know, 
an hour away, right. but it's going to take you three because we're leaving at prime time <laughs> traffic. So you get, get, get your on ass the bus. on that bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just such a funny because like I knew exactly what was going through their head. And you're like, and again, like just like you said, like going on a plane, just like when someone else is taking you somewhere. Love it, it is exciting. Yeah. Like you're like, oh, OK, uh, this this is the adventure I signed up for. Like I maybe I'll meet my wife, but also I'm going on a TV show where I might end up in Istanbul, you, you know, whatever the fuck, you know, so <laughs> <laughs> they really <laughs> thought it was going to be somewhere that. else. <laughs> right. They, they reacted so huge. Calling all my wedding honeys. Support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. Whether you're a bride, a wedding guest, or simply seeking everyday smoothing, Honey Love is your go-to for all things shapewear. Honey Love has revolutionized the compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash bachelor. Support our show and check out at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Honestly, I love Honey Love. I've been wearing it for years now. It's great, truly great for weddings when I go out and it doesn't squeeze me in the wrong place. It feels comfortable all the time and it's my favorite shapewear I've ever worn. And we've all been there, struggling to take off that tight piece of shapewear with the bathroom line out the door. The Superpower Short has 100% cotton gusset so you can skip the extra undies. Plus, it has a convenient opening at the panty area for a super easy bathroom. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing using your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body and not against it. Honey Love is just as easy to put on as it is to take off. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Use our exclusive link and get 20% off honeylove.com slash bachelor. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Move with confidence. Thanks to Honey Love. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. So then Charity then also reveals, I'm going on a one-on-one, and it's going to be braided. Um, I was definitely surprised. Me Again, too. You know, like, it's just like, I guess we're wringing that towel dry. Like, I do think she's doing the, he's fun. I, you know, I think that was, and, and, I, and he's from San Diego. 
here's the date that is already I already know what's planned. I think he'll I could understand being carried away with that. Yeah, I, I think I was also surprised when she picked Brayden and I'm like, there's so many other guys I feel as though she could have picked that we mm -hmm. could get to know more, that she might be interested in more. But again, he hasn't really had a ton of one-on-one -on -one time since he got the rose, that first impression rose. But man, he's going to die on that first impression rose hill. Like the amount of times right. he's brought it up and like he's like, Hold on, holding on to that for dear life. Well, that's the thing. I think that's the reason the conversation about like, ha you know, can you take away a rose? I think he amps that conversation up just because mm. he's made it like he turns into a different person post getting rose than he does before the rose. Like he's kind of like it, it, it does feel very gameish for him. I mean, we saw we can see his shift when he's on the helicopter and he's like, because right. because he was so, um, you know, in his head about the uh, her making out with a guy in front of all the guys. He's like, how could you do that to them? Like, that's disrespectful. I'm questioning her character. But they're flying over all Bachelor Mansion in a helicopter. And he's like, ha ha, like, I'm turning into an evil person. Like, I don't even right. care. This is funny. Right. It's like, what's the, <laughs> I thought we didn't want to do that to the guys. Like, I'm confused. Right. Right, he it was a little bit gotcha, like nana nana boo boo, you know, yeah. like uh, you know, especially when they flew over the house and they bring, which they have to bring these guys out to be like, hey, there's the helicopter, because like who would even Duh. know? So the, he's like, look at, they're gonna be looking up at you, and it's like he's like making fun of them. Yeah, it does feel very like I'm winning, you're losing, mm -hmm. and charity's kind of a side thing to that winning and losing thing it doesn't feel like it's about her specifically but you're right he d he really does shift there's a there's a whole shift after he gets a rose or after like he gets something that the other guys don't okay i have to ask you the helicopter date is yeah. every season on the bachelor bachelorette how if if a guy was like i got a great idea like what date would you be like what would it be fun and what date like if a guy was like first date let's go, i got this plan we're gonna go in a helicopter are you like taken aback is it too much like i'm trying to think because it seems as though the, this show thinks the helicopter is the height of romance the pinnacle of oh my god you're showing yeah. me your san diego what because in my mind if i was like a first date with a woman i was like hey I got this plan. We're going to go on a helicopter. She, I feel like she'd be like, well, how about drinks first? Like, like I don't why? know. What, what, <laughs> right, right. What, what would your feeling on the helicopter day be for you? Like, what would you want? I mean, I guess I don't really have a problem with it because I think the, the intention of it is to be very extravagant and to like, mm. you know, take you on this big thing. I mean, all they're doing is flying to San Diego. They're not like, you know, <laughs> taking a helicopter through like Fiji. They're literally going down, you know, no, the PCH. No volcanoes. Yeah. <laughs> right. And um, so it's not like this super dreamy thing, but I think the extravagance, because people don't take helicopters. Like most people have not been in right. a helicopter. It's like, okay, if we're, in a plane, that's also way too much. Like, I'm not going anywhere that requires, like, a plane. <laughs> but a helicopter seems like, oh, this is kind of fancy. I'd be down right. for it for a first date. I'd be like, all right, you know what? Like, 
spend that money. Like, let's go. Right. The minute the champagne came out, it kind of makes sense as a date. Cause at least, but I'm like, can you hear each other? I guess you have the earphones. Yeah. On. The headphones make a, you can talk to each other in the headphones. Right. So then they park on the field and they get out there and they're going to like play baseball together or they're going to like cutesy around with baseball stuff and the mascot. What did you think of this date and what went on here? Honestly, so um, I my friend actually lives in the building that overlooks Petco. And oh, I, I don't knew know. This. Yeah. And so I, I don't know if you've been to Petco, maybe, but it is actually it is a very, very nice baseball it's very nice i've i i stayed across i think at the marriott across like the bay they 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 were very nice to me it's a great hotel right by the stadium okay there's a marriott like right on that bay on that waterfront and yeah it was um i think i mentioned them here on this podcast last time i was in san diego they like put me up i think you're yeah i i remember that yeah and that area is like cool it's like fun there's like things going on there yeah, it's like proper downtown San Diego. It's like right near mm. like Gaslamp and Little Italy, not far from Little right. Italy. So it's a really nice area. And that park is gorgeous. So like, and it's huge. Well, it is you like know, that, massive. That, that, right. To me, it's a better date to like have them go around Little Italy and like the Gaslamp. Like in like maybe like stop in at the baseball park. Like I, this whole idea that they're just going to like. They like they never left the park. Like he, he threw a baseball at her, hit her in the eye. Like it's like it, it, it all felt a little like are, like I would be on the day being like, are we done here? I mean, they blew the budget on the helicopter. <laughs> right, right. The budget was already. The, uh, we're out. You guys right. can hang out in the baseball field and toss some balls, and that's what <laughs> with, you guys got <laughs> with the padre. Yeah, with the father. You know. Okay, so I was. Mascot. I gotta. I need to ask you about that. Yes, I knew their mascot was the Padres. Right, but you don't think of it as a actual father. I was very confused. <laughs> it's yeah, it's like an old school like priest. It's I didn't a very even funny... know that that what is right. that what they're called? Yeah, the Padres. No, but is so a Padre is like. Like it's like Spanish for the father. It was giving like um. The swinging friar is currently the mascot of the team. Some in the past have confused the famous chicken as the mascot of the Padres, although he does not. Uh, I guess, yeah, the swinging friar. Why is the friar the Padres mascot? It was the Franciscan friars, Father Junipero Serra and Don Caspar de Portola. Who founded the first Spanish colony, this first Spanish colony in Southern California? Padre, of course, is Spanish for father or friar, and the name stems directly from the priest who established the first Spanish missions in California in 1769. I like a mascot with a history. I, I, I mean, yeah, I, this I like is, when there's. But I didn't know. Like, who knows that? <laughs> right, right. I guess it it is one of those things. It's like hidden in plain sight. You're like, wait, what? This is a religious thing. What's going on here? You but he cry. was one of my favorite parts, though. I like right, he was good. He was really good. Like when Brayden hit her in the face with the ball and he's like, you're out of here. Like he did the whole like he was a he was right. a really great ad to the to the um, I th- date. Have you ever met someone who did the mascot work? I, I think I 
Someone told me once, like, because I went to Penn State, and they were like, the Penn State mascot, like, they could lose, they got, like, a full ride or something. This is all off the top of my head. I don't know if this is true. Right. But I, always, I remember hearing that, like, they get a full ride, and if they ever stop moving during the game, that they would, like, lose their job. So, like, the whole deal of a mascot is, like, you never stop. So, like, that's, like, the talent of it is, like, you see someone get hit in the face, and you're like, you have a bit. You're like, you're out of here. Like, that makes a good mascot. <laughs> I did not know that, but it <laughs> right. makes sense. I it mean, It makes some sense. It ha- I think it takes a really specific person to I be mean, a mascot. They were cheerleaders, the people that would be the mascot. Right. Like they, you know, they have to, you have to be in such good shape. Imagine you're wearing a full on, like, like, uh, you're wearing a blanket. You're wearing a, um, a sleeping bag Mm -hmm. to run around a stadium. in. Like I can't heavy. heavy. So they have this conversation. Basically, Braden is telling charity to her face that. I like you, but I can't promise that I'll be like engaged after this. It, it was a lot of like code words for I'm too young to move on with the rest of my life here. And what did you think of that? Because it, it kind of goes from the daytime into the nighttime date and it kind of continues. He kind of writes on a baseball. I'm going to try my best. And she's like, well, good enough for me. But like. There is a point where you go, he's telling you what he can say as nicely as possible. Right. And I mean, okay, actually, I want you to tell me, do you think he's, because I don't think he's telling her, he's telling her what um, he's feeling, but to like the very bare minimum. Like to the guys, he's like, I'm not getting engaged. But his reasoning, uh, one of the reasonings is to the guys is that he doesn't want to do it after she's dated 25 other guys. Like he's right. not telling her that, right? I I, I guess that was kind of like lost to me. It, it was there's a way to tell what he said that makes it mean to Brayden, and there's a way to tell what he said that makes it nice to Brayden. Like there's the mean way where you go, that guy's kind of slut shaming you by saying who could date who could marry a woman after they've dated twenty other guys. That wasn't how it sounded to me. No, to me it that's sounded not, like that's he was, not how it sounds to me. But like, yeah, right. keep going. I want to you know, know what I mean. Like, it, because then there was the other version where it's like him be basically being like, yeah, who would get married right after this show? And it's like no one does that. Also, like, there's an engagement process. Like, you know, look at JoJo and um, you Jordan. know Jordan Rogers. Like, look at Zach and Katie and and Katie. Like. They're just moving in the other day. I saw that on Instagram. So like, you know, you go. So it's like this like world of extremes. Like Braden is trying to protect himself by being like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know if I'm who could get engaged right after someone. You know, you got to date a little bit if after they've dated 20 other people at the same time. It's like, yeah, that's kind of what happens anyways. And then there's also this other extreme where it's like, wow, Braden really you know, making her feel bad for being on a show where they date 20 other people. Like I, I didn't, I just, it sounded like a guy who was trying to save himself from being dis, a disappointment to someone on the last night, you know, not yeah. to defend Braden too much, but I, I didn't think like, I was like, everything he's saying is reasonable, but also at the same time, it's like, dude, like 
you're getting ahead of this for a reason because you don't see yourself even getting married from this. I mean, I, I definitely see like maybe a little bit of both because I don't, I just don't feel like he's telling her everything. Like, he's definitely not. You're right. But I agree. I, I think because I, I also somewhat agree. Like, yeah, that'd be really hard to get engaged right after. But maybe <laughs> we're putting too much pressure on the engagement. It's like just because you get engaged doesn't mean like. You have to get married. Right. I mean, like, you know, Braden kind of, you know, Sam, uh, Samantha wrote that he's giving Jonah Hill texting energy, which is a reference to. He's so Jonah, Jonah Hill, Hill coded. News. He's so well, Jonah Hill coded. <laughs> that's the thing. Adding morality as kind of a shield to things you don't want to do or getting your way is kind of what Braden's doing. Cause he's like, mm -hmm. cause he is right. And in general, it is correct to say like, it's crazy to get married uh, directly from the show, but like also no one's asking you to do that. So why are you making it so black and white? I can only yeah. assume he's making it so black and white because he doesn't plan on getting married from this. He just plans on chilling out and going to the mountains and, you know, doing some shrooms and putting on earrings after this. So, yeah, I think he knows he will not get married from this. He also wants to stay on the show. So <laughs> that's it's a so I don't think he's a good guy in what he's doing. But I also don't think I think he's using this kind of morality speak to to win. He's playing it well. I mean, he's playing he it. is. The guys even knew it. They were talking about it at the end. They were like, he's going right. to talk his way out of this. Like, Well, that's the other thing is like every man on this show has sniffed him out as like not a trustworthy suitor. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, you know, when your brother says uh, he's immature and then another guy, uh, I'm not really into him. Uh, when everyone's kind of, you know, like, I'm not saying <laughs> believe all men is what I'm saying. You know, like, it's, yeah, you know, right. <laughs> you know, like, like, but guys kind of know this shit. You know, and, and as dumb as we are, like, we're like, there's a thing where you go, yeah, why are all these dudes just like not cool with him? You know, you got to go, oh, maybe you're seeing a different person than I'm seeing. Because there's nothing closer than like a group of dudes like broing out. And the fact that like all of them have this weird thing about him is a super red flag but that's my red flag this, for later i'll talk more about it right so then so then the guys are moving out to la we get to the ocean they're in oceanside they're in this beautiful condo right on the beach it does look like an awesome condo it does look like a place you would want to stay in oceanside um and they're going to do the big group date with jojo and jordan um and again the barbie uh the the barbie ad campaign rolls on i mean you're you're in this world, Kay. You are in the ad sponsorship world. What do you think of this Barbie campaign? Is, is the movie bad? Is that why this is happening? Do, is there a lot have, riding on this movie? How much no was the marketing idea. budget? I have no idea, but we, um, you know, at Gap, we had a Barbie collab. We have a whole Barbie Gap collaboration line that we've been working on since for months. Right, I'm waiting for like the QAnon Barbie collab. Like, I think right. like everyone is gonna like. <laughs> it's really, right, right. it's really crazy. I'm thinking about like, they're, I'm thinking about their, you know, uh, communications and collaborations team, and there must be ten thousand people on that team because the well, amount of the amount of work that it goes into just to do one, like the one that we did, like. 
They have so many. I think they have 30 plus. And then this, we're still at the beginning. Like we just got the Bachelor one. There was just another one like the other day that came out. Like what? Right. Yeah, it, it is. When does the movie come out? Like, it, I Next mean, it can't Friday, happen. Friday, the 20, it comes out the 21st. And the fact that I, mean, I even know the date is right. insane. <laughs> so I guess we're all going to go see it. We, we have to. Like, we're like committed to this thing. Like we've, uh, you know, uh, if you have watched any, if you have watched any content over the past month, you are in on the bar- the Barbie campaign. I think Mattel also is like coming out with like a bunch, like I guess like in Hollywood, like the big thing is like having IP, like intellectual property. So like Mattel oh. owns all these like you know Barbie, GI Joe, whatever it might be. I think I, is GI Joe Mattel, whatever, whatever, like all of these toys mm-hmm. and. I think that this is like the start of like a movie making thing that they're doing. So maybe because this is the first one, but they, so we do this like Barbie, you know, even Simu Liu is on, is like phoning in. Like, I it's like truly, crazy. when I saw this and I, re- when I saw her read the day card, she was like something about something with a Ken in it. And right. I was like, Oh, you're kidding. Like I immediately, right noon i was like and this was filmed months ago yeah this wasn't you know so the way and they had they just had the world premiere of the barbie mm. like the the red carpet the world premiere of the sh- of the movie the night before right i mean the marketing is like but even jordan kiss. rogers is wearing like a plastic ken like shirt um debt or charity or uh, Charity's in a pantsuit, like the pink Barbie oh, pantsuit pink. with shorts. Looked good. I liked it. It was it, it really popped. I thought Charity looked amazing. Um the and then they go to this like Barbie house that they had built. Like even that house that they're in is a Barbie style look. Like Yeah. You know, and All so of then it. they were like, okay, you guys are gonna choose your Ken costume and you're gonna sing to girls just want to have fun uh, your own rendition of to charity what did you think of this competition i love that there was an outdoor stage i like that they had a big crowd i think that it it had some good energy to it i think i wish they had each had their own song to sing that they could have put too. lyrics to Me I, too. I, like, I it, it, it must have sucked to be there like for hours just hearing the same song over and over again what did you think of this competition i couldn't help but think of like where they got these people (laughs) in the audience (laughs) i was like did they pull them off the street is this like i I immediately thought of you and i was like is this like the is this like a a knockoff version of the dome of the indatables i the, the the dome of the indatables is traveling this season they're at dodgeball games they're at the barbie concert they're at the, you know, the, they're all over the place. Yes. It, it is. It, the concert, I thought, was good. I You know, JoJo, who has kind of famously not been involved with the show a lot, like it felt like her and Jordan kind of like disappeared. Now they're back. There must have been big money from Barbie to bring them back. Big um, money. So then they do this competition. And um, I, I thought it's interesting that this guy, Caleb, she must have no connection with, but he's done so well on the show that he has to stay. Like, Caleb, the wrestler, who looks 
somewhat ridiculous every time he's on camera. He's uh, he is also only 24 or 25. Like he's I know, too. but he I I forget that every time. He looks 100 and he and in the dodgeball competition he might, you know, there was a point where you're like maybe he'll be the MVP. Like he played really well in the dodgeball. Mm-hmm. This he sings he's a performer. Like he did a great job. He's Definitely. doing vibrato. You know, like, and still doesn't win the MVP. And this guy, Sean, who also kind of young, 25, Sean, who looks like uh, the guy from Team America World Police, (laughs) also called himself Ken. Um, He, like, takes her off her chair and makes out with her and, like, has this whole moment. Um, Dotton looked like he did a good job, but, like... Why are they giving these... Some of these Kens were outrageous like i don't know if you read <laughs> some of the names for the kens like um xavier's ken was sugar daddy ken yeah i didn't understand that one he so he was just an older ken i i guess so but like an older <laughs> rich sugar daddy ken right. and then there was michael i think it was michael who was bad boy ken he looked like p diddy with the fucking like fur <laughs> coat on and i was like you couldn't there weren't other there weren't other options right the, the birthday the, suit ken was ridiculous i think might be my favorite though because it looked so <laughs> because if you saw him right. from the side from far away it looks like the ken doll with the plastic you know You're hair right. and the naked like body hilarious <laughs> and it had the the you know the no genitalia thing you know, like the whole thing of, you know, like the whole thing of Ken is like, yeah, he's just this like doll, nothing going, you know, going I on know. downstairs. It was so it was like, good. Yeah. I loved, I loved seeing them and like, and the fact that they all chose their own, like it was a race <laughs> to get. Yeah. I'd probably go no, you know, naked Ken. That'd probably what I would do. I, I, so Sean wins the competition, which gets him a walk, uh, on the beach. They make out. They do kind of look Ken and Barbie-ish, you know, making out by the on the pier. It's very saved by the bell. And then the nighttime date, Sean comes in so hot from the nighttime date that it's like, yeah, it's a little bizarre. It's also like a little bit like cocky. It's also ringing very young and immature. Way too cocky. It was it was strange. I was like. This guy needs to read a room like immediately, immediately. Right. right. He kind of, yeah, it, it, he he rung as like, just like, and this was another moment where you go, the group of dudes judging a guy, you kind of like trust them in the mm-hmm. same way I trusted them with Brayden where I'm like, yeah, Brayden must kind of stink. They all kind of came down on Sean in a way that I'm like, I think he kind of stinks. I mean, we had the narrator, the, the Aaron yeah, S. Aaron S. The narrator being like, are you an only child? <laughs> right. <laughs> he was legit mad. He was, I mean, immediately just like pissed over it. It was really funny. It is a thing that I've noticed this season where it's like you have these younger guys that are like all fun and games and, you know, Charity's kind of playing into that. But she's keeping around like this older group of guys who do seem serious about like having serious conversation. Like Aaron S., you know, was upset in a way that was like, I'm ready. Like it was mm-hmm. like, it definitely had that vibe of like, and and you have this with Aaron B. You have this with, with uh, Dutton. You have this with like a bunch of like the guys that seem serious are getting annoyed at these younger guys who are 
hanging out and having fun that charity's kind of like giving a shot to. So it is it is interesting that these guys that like want to move on with life are getting mad. I know, which like I can see that, but again, she has to keep a certain amount of guys each week and like Right. You have to have the balance at some point. Like she's she's going to give her attention to the ones that she actually wants to, but if she doesn't have like the fun in between, it seems it's going to be a lot of like just heavy Right. I, it, that's, it does feel like she's kind of avoiding that a little bit. Uh-huh, just like, a little oh, I want to like is. chill. Right. Like, how are you even taking Sean seriously at all? Like, I would <laughs> right? never look at him and be like, yeah. I, I, we might I, get I married one Barbie day. And Ken. Right. I And then she brings Dutton upstairs to her room. And that's like a big moment. And they have this like, really, I would say like the conversations with John and Dutton, you're like, oh, these are like real conversations. It feels like they're like right. both hitting it off in a way that you're like, okay, something's up here. Something's going down here. But what was the, what was the reasoning of bringing him to her room? Like, she was like, I have a surprise it, for you. What was that about? The, I guess the surprise was that he gets to go in her room, right? Um, and which still was not bizarre. get laid. <laughs> right. right. Big win for Dutton. Yeah. Huge. Uh, he's like, oh, yeah, I just this is the win. Oh, is this the prize? That's uh, crazy. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, so, it felt like she was like she knew he had something personal to share. Like, that's what it felt like it was all about. And then he shares something personal and then they both cry about it. Like, but I don't know if it was like, I mean, yes, it was personal. It was. At first, man, I at, at one point I almost like got teary eyed or like I was like, oh, my God, because he said he was like this, you know, this makes me feel really special. And it's hard for me to feel that way. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? Like, that's really sad right. because, you know, like seeing somebody that we really like on the show being like I and I believed him. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I believed well, that he was like, this is I, I don't usually feel special like this. And I'm like, damn. Again, to kind of go back to like the fun versus the deep, she's like, I'm going to get this with Dutton. I'm going to get my deep moment. Let me put him away. I'll come back to him. Yeah. And then I'll have my hot dude make out by the pier. Like, it does feel very separated between these are people I'm taking seriously and these are people I'm having fun with. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. Then she has a date with Warwick, and it, and everyone is like, who? Like when it got announced the group date, you could see they were all like, wait a minute, who's getting the one on one? And then they're like, Warwick? Like everyone had that like huh? you know, yes. reaction to it. 
And it was really interesting because um, I have been waiting for the Warwick moment because I was like, I remember seeing him from the beginning when the pictures mm. were released. I was like, oh, this guy is hot. I even said on the, our episode when we recapped him, I was like, right. she hasn't picked you. Like, slide into my yeah. DMs. And now I'm like. It sounds like she said the same thing because she was like, he's hot. She basically said he's hot. That's why I'm taking him out. Yeah. He ha- and there are, uh, he hasn't said much, but he's hot. And he puts and he on still the, you know, the didn't tux. say much. No, he didn't say much. I mean, this was maybe the worst date I've ever seen on the show. Like, I, I don't think I've ever seen a date go as badly. At least when someone's an asshole or mean, it's like, okay, there's entertainment. This was nothing. Like, I, I mean, I knew the minute... They got, you know, they get in these like, you know, formal attire. He's in a tux. And I knew the minute she twirled him that it wasn't going to be like a great day. It wasn't the moment. <laughs> no, like that's not really what was, what she's looking for is like someone to be like, oh, do you see my tux? Little twirly do. I don't know what the I, I'm very confused. It's like he must have no experience at dating at all. And he must be like, I mean, overly shy because. Right after the twirl thing, because I also clocked the twirl thing. They're in the car. Mm. They pull up to the um, to the amusement park, and she says to him, "Like, uh, uh, and guess what? Like, or like, guess what? The best part is." And you're expecting to be like, "Wait, what?" And he doesn't mm-hmm, say mm. anything. He just sits there right. in silence and looks at her. And she's like, "We have it all to ourselves." Like waiting right. for a, a, like a, a response. Like when you ask somebody, it's like, "Guess what?" And they don't say anything. Right. I mean, Warwick is someone's type. I, I don't feel so bad for him. No, because I mean, he's a good looking dude who's just quiet. Like and you go and you're watching this being like maybe like it, it is interesting that someone could be so good looking that it pulls them through all of casting in spite of not much to say, you know, <laughs> like it, not, it, it he is. He couldn't think of one. He did, couldn't think of at, an attribute that he has. He was she was like. What's like something that you bring to the dating table? What's, you know, or what's the best thing about you? And he was like, I don't know, but my weakness is. (laughs) So it was like a bad interview. That's when you know you're on a bad date, when you have to like go into the grab bag of like, you know, of of trustful questions that you do in an office retreat. Like, so name your five biggest fears. And it's like, oh, the minute you say on a first date, so, any big plans this weekend? They should just end the first day. Just end it. A bell should go oh, off, no. and you both should be freed. And honestly, like it, it, there's there's a moment where you wish the actual dating world was like the Bachelor world, and this is one of those moments because Cherry just looks at him and is like, "This isn't the match. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you home." Like, like you kind of like were like, "Good, you know, this is kind of one of those moments." You're like, "Lucky her to be he on this show." And he didn't. Give a fuck. He didn't fight it. No, well, what's he going to say? No, no, this is going great. What are you talking about? I, I just kept thinking of like Warwick's like past dates who are watching. Like if you've dated Warwick, you're like him. He's going on this show. And then like you probably watch and keeping an eye on it because you've dated a guy who's on The Bachelorette. And then you're like you're like not surprised at all. Yeah. If you if you have dated Warwick, you're entitled <laughs> to financial compensation. It was, right. It, I loved the the part that I was like, man, you really can't write some of this stuff was when 
um, they had him in his like little in the moment interview and he was like, yeah, I think we're having a good time. And he's like, but amusement parks make me tired. And it was just like, so <laughs> also, how, how tired could you be? Yeah. Like he gets in the car after getting let home and he's like falling asleep. It's like, dude, all you do all day is sit in this house and chill. Like, in what world are you this... It's not like you came... Like, listen, in real dating scenarios, you go to work, you work out, you go on the date. You, you That's when you... Like, the, you are, you know, training at altitude when you're on a normal first date. Right. This is not training at altitude. This is... It was... It was bizarre. Really bizarre. I was like, you really right. can't write this. And I don't know. I feel like this is a good would you rather, but I need to figure out how to ask it. Like... You know, would you rather go out on a date and have the guy like throw a massive fit when you send him home? Or would you rather go mm. on the date and have the person not care at all? I think not care at all because I'm just like, good, I'm sending you home. Like, I don't want this to I don't want to be a memory in someone's life that's like, oh, those detrimental to my how I was, you know, how I live, you know, like right. to my psyche, you know, like I. I, I I don't know I, I I how about this Would you rather Because but not to get ahead But this no, is yeah. on the subject You're on a date with someone who talks too loudly Or they don't have something to say Oh uh, I'd rather be on the date with somebody who talks too loudly Okay There's right. nothing worse than like if Like carrying the conversation They're both bad dates though Both so bad So it's a bad date So both bad dates Nothing to say. So, what is your greatest attribute? Or they're going, you know, my greatest attribute, and it's like kind of embarrassing. Maybe you're right. Maybe it is. I don't know. The, <laughs> maybe I'd rather sit in thinking. silence. Right. At least no one has to hear how bad the date is. Now you got an oh audience God. with the loud guy. Yeah, because there's nothing like having, you know, having like bad conversations or like you're getting into an argument over something, like. A big converse, you know what I mean? Like a not right. political, but like right. something, and you don't want everybody to hear it. And you're like, you're like, you're out what? with a guy you... that's thinking like this, and you're like, right, oh, right, right. Know, it reflects on you. Yeah. What you have TSA pre? You could just go through the regular line. And like, oh, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so we go to the cocktail hour and. Uh, Joey and Charity have another connection. They're talking about his dead grandpa. Uh, Xavier gives him gives Charity something he knitted, and then Braden is kind of like bopping around this cocktail hour with a lot of confidence. With like, I have a rose confidence. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's like, I feel like we, there should be music like playing, like dancing with his rose. Like again, like you said right. earlier. He changes a yeah. whole personality. He's like, it, even the guys were, um, God, I don't even know his name. Who, who who got sent home? It was James, who I was like, I, I don't think I've ever seen you talk until this episode. Right. And James had a lot to say this episode. He's getting frustrated. And he was like, you know, I'm, he was like, I'm going to be really upset if I don't get this time. And like, because I haven't gotten a one-on-one uh, -on -one time and blah, blah, blah. And Brayden sitting there just sort of, 
he has this mindset of like, well, I have a rose. He goes, yeah, nothing can bring me down. So say whatever you want. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. Good luck. It really is bizarre. And then Aaron B goes to charity to just be like, hey, this guy's like, this guy's going around the house telling people how. And and again, Aaron B, what did you think of him bringing up that Braden like says that he couldn't date someone who's. Or he couldn't get it. He couldn't see himself getting engaged to someone that's dated twenty other men. Like, what did you think of that? And again, this goes into the world of like, how do you want to tell the story, Aaron B? Do you like? I don't know. I don't think this was a good career move. I don't think it was either. And it makes it makes. It's like let her figure that out. Like eventually, right? She will find out. Like it's gonna get down to the last couple. He's gonna become more unhinged. Like let her make this right. decision. And it does, it does waste all of everybody else's time. Like everything was wrapped up the second he says that. Also, right. fun fact, saw Aaron Clancy from Paradise, the one of the bouncer guys. Oh, Aaron, tall Aaron. Yeah, yeah tall Aaron, who was with Genevieve last um, uh, Paradise. Him and Aaron B are best buds. And really? so the tattletaling lines up right and and it does line up that he would be like a little bit you know plotted with this stuff mm -hmm. learn from another bachelor contestant who's told in the past yeah i i it has to be bad enough for you 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 it has to be dangerous to me for you to go to her and be like like he's really it wasn't black and white enough for him to go to charity with this information to waste mm -mm. his own time. It just was like, no. and you could see the other guys were like, listen, this guy has a rose. Like, what are you going to do? Like, and he's not, he doesn't have a rose and then tells everyone, oh, I murdered a family. Like, that's exactly. a different story. You know, like, I, and I know that's like more extreme, but at the same time, like, it wasn't extreme enough what he was saying to need to go and say something. You just don't like him. That's okay. You're not supposed to like him. He's dating a woman that you like. Uh-huh. It, it, so. it was a waste. I don't like the tattletale move, especially with this, and especially because this is something that Braden's already told her in, in a way. Right. So then there's this, like, debate of whether Jesse Palmer shows up for the first time in the episode. He's like, ah, I know you didn't expect to see me. It's like... When should we expect to see you, Jesse Palmer? Yeah, like, like you what? haven't been around the whole episode. And he comes over and there's this debate of like, will she, won't she take away the rose? And she doesn't take away the rose. She keeps braiding around. We get another I'm week of braiding. I'm surprised. Were you surprised? Uh, I was kind of surprised. I, I did think you're, the point you made is, is, is true. Like he did say that to her. Like it's not like he didn't. It wasn't enough to get you kicked off the show. I don't know. Like for if you had a connection with someone like you also have to like wonder, like, how much do you believe Aaron? B? You know, like, why should she believe this guy who she has a little bit of a connection with was right. over someone else who she just spent the day with? Like she did just spend the day with this guy. Like it's like. And that's, and that's and, hard. And, to, it's hard to fight that in any in any right. sense. Right. So the roses get uh, so we have. We have uh, so Dutton and Braden have roses and then Aaron B stays. Caleb, uh, the wrestler, Xavier, Joey from Hawaii. Uh, Michael, who's my oh, Michael. We haven't seen much of Michael. We haven't seen much of Michael. He was he he was the bad boy. 
Bad right. boy Ken. But no, we have not seen much of Michael. He was kind of funny, actually, during that whole thing. I thought he was He funny. was. And he the, was in character. And, 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 yes. Uh, we have John, Sean, and Tanner stay. And then we lose Warwick on the date. Aaron S., our narrator, is gone. Gone. He's uh, Adrian, who I was surprised about. Adrian had I was a whole surprised story about Adrian last too. episode. Yeah. But he was the one who told last episode. He was right. the tattletale last episode. I don't know why. Like, I think I thought she was going to get rid of Brayden strictly because if it keeps coming up, it's drama. Like, right. what are we doing here? Right. And then the last person eliminated is James uh, with the apple orchard who said, you know, got his time on camera this week just because he was mad he wasn't on camera. Um, so now it's time for us to discuss the red flag of the week brought to you by Apothic Wine. Walking down the red aisle without a plan can be daunting, but choosing the right wine to pair with your bachelorette viewing party doesn't have to be. Apothic Red's delicious flavor and smooth finish ranks it America's number one red blend. I actually drank this during yeah. the episode last night. I'm not even lying. I have, I have was, some Apothic Red right at my great. apartment. So I had some last night. So the Apothic Red is a perfect wine for your next bachelor night because bringing it to the party shows everyone that they are there for the right reasons. But we can't say the same about all of our contestants this week at the Bachelorette episode. So Jared, are you ready to discuss our biggest red flags of the week? I'm ready. Because us off. So did you enjoy the Apothic wine with, with the Bachelor? Yeah. It was a I good pairing. It. I, I, you know, I was like, you know what? I have, I have this wine. We talk about it. Like, let me like crack some open. Right. And it was great. I love, there's nothing I love more than having like a Monday night wine when I'm watching The Bachelor. A wind down. Exactly. Um, My red flag of the week was the way Braden changes after receiving a rose. Like he is Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. He's sweet. He does that like whiny voice. Like they kiss on the date. He's like, mmm, mmm. If you mm, so weird. after a kiss, that's a red flag. Yeah. I, I, you. I, yeah. Braden does a lot of like out of pocket stuff. Um, it's like cringy. It gives me like he... full body chills. Like hearing the, ooh, I like that. I'm like, Ugh. right. I, uh, my Siri just weighed in and asked, <laughs> why anyone would keep braiding around after mming <laughs> delish after a Gross. yeah i don't know he's just a, when he knows he's in the driver's seat it says a lot about someone when you like have power and then you're the worst when you have power yes as opposed to not the worst when you don't like I, i'd rather that's you be such the worst a good in point. all aspects that's such right. a good point being the when you have the power being the worst yeah ew what was your red flag? Mine was, uh, we talked about it earlier, but the guys not liking Brayden. Like, this says a lot. We see in Paradise, we see on all of the mm. seasons how the guys can th- develop this bromance. Like, they're going right. through this all together, so they have this bromance. So when you see these guys all, all decide that we do not like this person, there's something wrong. Well, this is like, you know... I, I mean, this sounds however it sounds, but there's a reason no, not a lot of men make those TikToks of like this like date that went not great, you know, like mm-hmm. where they, you know, where they're like where it lands in this like grayish area of like, 
you know, they weren't mean, but the date sucked. Let me do story time. Men run away from that stuff. They don't want to be involved in it. And the fact that all these guys are like, nah, this guy, this bro stinks. It says a lot. It says a lot. And it, it makes right. it makes it for it makes you think like, man, he must imagine how must, uh, much he must suck. Because even Jesse right. Palmer <laughs> made right. that jab all at him laugh. the other week. Right. That's it for this week's Red Flag of the Week presented by Apothic Wine. Their red blend is delicious, smooth, and easy to sip so everyone can enjoy a glass during the rose ceremony. With notes of dark red fruit, vanilla, and smooth mocha, it's the perfect wine for catching up on your favorite shows like The Bachelorette. Showing up to your watch party without a bottle is the ultimate red flag, so don't let the drama unfold without pouring a glass for yourself and your friends. And you can get $5 off your first Apothic wine order on Drizzly with the code Apothic5. And if you're not into red, no worries. Apothic has a whole portfolio of delicious flavors that riff off your classic blends. That's Apothic, A-P-O-T-H-I-C, 5 on Drizzly for $5 off your order. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Okay, let's go quickly through some categories. I added a new category. You ready? Yeah. It's called take away a rose. Okay. Right. You gave someone a rose. I'm going to say this one thing happened. Would you take it away? Ooh, okay. Right? In the scenario that we had last night where like Charity's presented with Braden is talking about not getting engaged after the show. Would you take so here's the first one says they can't see themselves getting engaged. Would you take away the rose? Mm, no, I'm with you. It's not enough. I, I it, it lands in the land of like, yeah, I can understand why he might feel that way. Like I, I could understand. Yeah. That. OK, so they say they don't have a bed frame. You've given them a rose immediately uh, gone. Take away the rose. A, a bed frame or a headboard? It's just mattress on the floor. They're like, oh yeah, no, hey. no, 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 no. That's we can't be no. We're, no, you're taking. Like I'm that. gonna need that rose back. Um, what about okay. you? <laughs> okay, I'm okay with it. We can work through this. Um, I, I don't think, know. There, there could I be think, more going on. I think a girl not having a bed frame is worse right, than right, a guy not having worse. a bed frame. Right. Like that's a that's serial killer shit. Like you expect. Like right. a guy could probably have it, but if the girl doesn't have it, what's unless what's you just moved? Here? Yeah, I need more of a story. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> okay, so they have. Uh, 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 let's do. Okay, they give you. You give them the rose, and they say that they'd like to wear matching earrings at the wedding. No, what the fuck? I'd be like, <laughs> this is my earring sponsorship. I'll be right. I'll be giving my coat out. You can so put on your bow tie. <laughs> okay. I mean, matching earrings is. I mean, it's Braden wild, would probably, but Braden, Braden would probably want matching earrings. Right. Okay. Last one. You give them a rose, and they say, they, and then they reveal they don't do oral. 
Um, I would take the rose away. I am ripping the rose away <laughs> from them so quickly. From their cold, dead hands. Right. What did you just say? Yoink. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's that comes just that not comes my thing. standard. <laughs> right. No, that has that's, that should come that should come uh, like standard. That is a right, basic. That's plush seats in the in the Range Rover. Yeah, we. <laughs> that com- that comes with the relationship, the territory. Okay, let's do another. Would you rather? You ready? Yeah. Um, we did the loudly one. Which Ken would you most want your date dressing as? Oh, I think I did like the double denim Ken. And I also liked Joey's. I don't know what his was, but his was like the, you know, you saw Ryan Gosling and the roller skating. It was all those like different shapes and neon colors. Mm-hmm. He had like the visor on. It was a uh, Joey. I thought that was a really cute Ken version. I think. I thought of this in terms of Barbies. Obby. I want the sporty set Barbie. Love a set. If you're in a set, if it's a matching bright set, oh, like I'm a, a like a yoga set Barbie. Oh, I'm in. Yoga set Barbie. I am in. The more the brighter the set, the more it matches, the more I'm in. I don't know what that why that does it to me. But I matching get it. set Barbie. I get yeah, it. There's Those just something about it. I know. It's just so good. I know. Okay. All Do right. you have another one? Yeah. So would you rather um, have someone sing to you in public or have someone knit you something ugly and you have to wear it? I think the knit, knitting something ugly is is the road I'm going down because you wear it once and then you're done. The singing, you have to like act like it's fun and you like it. So it might just pop up at any, you have no control. It can happen at any yeah. time. I think you're right. The singing and you, you have you'll have flashbacks of that. Right. And then you're in public like, whoa, like, what do you do while they sing? At least you have control over your own body and soul with the knit, you know. Yeah. With a bad. You could dress it up. Knits. Yeah, whatever. But you, you have control. It can't surprise you. You know what you're doing with it. All right. Top three men. Who do you have? I got John, Dotton, and Aaron. All right. I'm with you on Dotton. I yeah. still think Joey with that long kiss. I forgot about Joey, and you're right. He's definitely doing really well, and I I, I, had ho- I don't know why I forgot about him, but yeah. Uh, and I, I see, because Aaron had a lot of airtime this episode, right. so it makes you mm-hmm. definitely go towards him. And then Xavier. I think they had a really cute thing. The The knitting is just... He's minding his own business. He's literally sitting there on the bus, just knitting away. Just, he is waiting for his opportunity. It does feel like he's a serious contender that we haven't really gotten to know yeah. too much yet. IG Rising Star, we both agree. Brayden. Yeah, Brayden. It's just, there's just so much when you, you're like, I can't believe what he's doing on screen. I need to see what else he's doing. I need to see how this guy he, lives. There, we just posted something. Sam posted something. Right, he said Nick Vial hates him or something, and he was like, "Somebody goes, why does Nick Vial hate you so much?" He goes, "I don't know who that is, but if you, which is very believable, like I, I, 
I could totally see that, and it's like the perfect response. Like I don't even know what you're who is that. About. Yeah, my that was yeah, a, he, that was a great response. It, and and also it rings true. Like I would imagine that like I could see Braden having no TV and living in a van and not having any relation to any like internet thing. Right. You know. He's wearing earrings, dangly, like not just normal dangly earrings, but like feathered. Right. And here's the thing. If you're into Brayden, I like Brayden as like a person on this show. Like he's yes. old school reality TV. Mm-hmm. He's unironic. He doesn't realize like he doesn't care how he comes off. It is no just awareness. pure Brayden. No awareness. He's like he rings. Uh, he's giving real world contestant from the the late 90s early 2000s like that's what he's giving yeah um i would and also for ig purposes like if you like his look you love his look there's no in between mm-hmm. that's something that is like a that's a kink that there <laughs> <laughs> right villain of the week we have the same warwick right. i just think no, nah, dude, you got to bring it. Like, it's you like gotta, more annoying to not bring it than to bring, you know, than to bring it too hard. Like, you know, you, you know, Braden is one side of the spectrum and Warwick is another as far as bringing it is concerned. And it's like, dude, someone else could have been here. He didn't try like, at at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At all. And uh, yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to say Caleb, uh, the wrestler, I think. Right. I really like him. I find myself rooting for him. I am too, especially because I think he thought he'd be like the star of this show. Like, I I think he's probably in shock the way it worked out. Like, he was wearing a jacket at the rose ceremony that was like roses and it was black and white. It was like really a ridiculous jacket. And it's like he if he was ever told someone is going to get made fun of for their attire more than you, he would have been in shock. Yeah. (laughs) So he really like. Uh, Braden's rose ceremony outfit. That honestly, that I, that was almost my red flag. Was Braden? It looked not like Regis Philbin hosting Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. He had on like a burgundy slash brown suit, a black shirt, and a baby blue tie. It was. I thought it was silver. Am I colorblind? It I could be realize. silver. Right. <laughs> Regardless, yeah, what yeah, yeah. It was, was that choice? He was like, it was he just picked the first three early. things he saw. Right, it was it was kind of crazy. It, it, it did look like Regis Philbin to me for some reason. Right. I don't know why. Um, Paradise. I had Aaron S. I just think he was such oh. a like a, the that narrator position. Whoever gets that, like I'm gonna be the one that's like telling you what's going on. You you get the feeling he must have been liked by the producers and just was. So that's usually the guy that gets. A He's, a bit of an arc. He's a key yeah, player. He's a key player. Like we got to bring him back. And then Cringe Harrison Award. Just like all of Warwick's silence. Like, I hate. I mean, he didn't even respond to the guess what. That was what what really like. That is the one thing that requires a response. It's like telling a joke. It's like knock, knock. And the person doesn't say who's there. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Huh? I, I Yeah, he was bad. I had Sean comparing himself to Ryan Gosling, which that. he was kind of joking about, but you don't was say he? it unless you believe it. Yeah, he thinks he's great looking. Sean really loves his own look in a way that, like, 
his look is striking. Don't get me wrong. He walks in a room, you go, well, what, who is this guy? But I don't know if it's like gorgeous in the way he thinks he's gorgeous. If he didn't look like Ryan, like if him and Ryan Gosling, like if he had like brown hair and this like didn't actually have Ryan Gosling attributes, it right. would be funny. But right, because right. he <laughs> is wearing the double denim, like Ryan yes. Gosling in the movie has the blonde swoopy hair, like that made me cringe. And Yeah, he didn't have to change his hair much to get to Ryan Gosling in the new Barbie movie. No. Yeah, it was... It's a little cringy. Um, who who won the week? We have the same. I think Dotton is. I think Dotton she. I mean, she like was taken by him. She was like, yeah. There is something there, right. and I'm I'm excited. I hope I hope he makes it to the end because I think he would be a great choice. He's tall. He's sweet. He doesn't he doesn't feel special. We I was like truly sad about that. Honestly, like of Dotton Joey. John, she's having real connections with those guys and yeah. Aaron B a little bit. Like there are real, it does feel like a real thing going on. So I definitely, um, yeah, I, I, I'm excited to see once we like lose some of the, you know, the, the wild cards, it'll get into like serious stuff, which is fun too. Like that's when the show kind of gets fun in a different way. Well, I mean, I really like that there were less guys. It, it makes me right. like it even more at this, especially at this point. It's like, I know who most of these guys are. Yeah, I think they finally right. dropped like the dead weight this episode. Like the James, the Aaron right. S, we aren't getting much at it. Like we don't really know you know you. You were narrating, but we have to like be for real at this point. Right. Well, we did it, Kay. All right. So we'll be back next week for week four. Um, make sure you're following us on Instagram at The Bachelor on Twitter or threads. Or at, threads. We're all or over threads. the place. We're threading. Um, Bachelor Pod is Twitter and uh, at The Bachelor is on threads. And then you can follow me at K York City. And I'm at Jared Free. Make sure to listen to Jared's episode of Caitlin with Caitlin right. Bristow. Let's do it. The Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Amy Clackner. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. And be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And send us your emails to bachelor at betches.com. Batches.